The Detroit Lions shocked the world last night, defeating the defending champions, Kansas City Chiefs, 21-20 on the road, opening night for the NFL season. My question to you, are the Lions a legit NFC contender? Let's discuss. Welcome to All In Society. I'm your host, Claude Winston. Join me as we dive into the thrilling world of poker, expand our financial intelligence, and unlock secrets to a healthier lifestyle. Click the link in episode description to view our website. Leave your email to stay up to date on all upcoming products and services we offer. The website is www.allinsociety.com. That is A-L-L-N-S-O-C-I-E-T-Y.com. Subscribe to our YouTube page for all full versions of our current and upcoming interviews. We currently have interviews on the page with Yasser, a World Series of Poker bracelet winner, and Derek Prillman. Derek is an author, and he was at the age of 18, wrongfully committed for a crime. If you want to learn more about his story and Yasser's story, make sure you check out the YouTube page. Make sure you subscribe. It's www.youtube.com at All In Society. Both the website and the YouTube page link will be in the episode description. As always, new episodes of All in Society drop Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Monday and Wednesday at 8 p.m. Eastern. And Friday, we give it to you a little early at 5 p.m. Eastern. Steps to support. Follow the podcast. And subscribe to our YouTube channel. Download all episodes and share with your friends and family. Leave a review, please. If you would like to stay up on top of me with what I'm doing on a daily basis, you can find the links on my Instagram and my threads in the episode description. And last but not least, if you guys are planning a trip soon, you're going overseas, if you're traveling uh, domestically, you need some new luggage, make sure you check out Travel Pro for high quality luggage and gear. Use the code in the episode description. You will not be disappointed. We're going to talk about the poker tournament I'm playing this Sunday at MGM National Harbor. It's got a $40,000 guaranteed prize pool, small event. Um, but I don't, I don't want to play like long day two, uh, two day events, kind of one and done, one day and done. I'm gonna give you my my pick, what I believe is the the best pick of the week for Sunday, for the NFL season, and we're gonna discuss that victory um, Thursday, Thursday night football, kicking off the NFL season. The Detroit Lions beat the Kansas City Chiefs. So as I stated. In the intro, 21-20 final score. Detroit did beat Kansas City Chiefs without its best defender and without Travis Kelsey. To run down some of the stats, Patrick Mahomes still completed two touchdown passes, 21 for 39 and 226 yards and interception. We'll get to that interception soon. He was their leading rusher, and I think that's going to... um, that's going to be an issue for them as the running game this year. He has six carries for 45 yards. The next, I believe he was a running back, eight carries for 23 yards. That's it. Uh, the wide receivers, um, two of them scored touchdowns, but Marquez Valdez-Scantling, he had two receptions for 48 yards. That was, he was their leader. 
So no cap Travis Kelsey of this team is going to struggle a little bit. Then all their their wideouts, I believe they're all pretty pretty young. So maybe with, throughout the season they'll develop a rapport with the team. Um, but without Travis Kelsey, if they're going to miss Travis Kelsey for an extended amount of time, um, I think that might spell some issues for them. Moving over to the Lions stats, Jared Goff, he was 22 of 35, 253 yards and one touchdown. Running game, uh, they ran the ball pretty effectively. David Montgomery, 21 carries for 74 yards and a TD. And Jameer Gibbs, their running back, he looked fresh. He looked like he, oh, man, he's got a motor. Um, (laughs) If he has an open field, he's taking off. He's going to break a big one pretty soon. But he had seven carries for 42 yards. Amonse Brown secured their one and only touchdown um, pass. Um, He had six receptions for 71 yards and a touchdown. And Josh Reynolds, he looks like he might be their, their deep ball threat. He had four receptions for 80 yards. Um, so pretty good on that side of the field for the Lions. Their offense is going to be a 100% probably a top 10 offense. I believe they were top five last year, so they should continue there. It's just a matter of what their defense is going to do is how far they go this season. Um, that's what I believe. Uh, I did want to touch on the interception that occurred. I believe it was in the third quarter. Let me check. Yeah, so Patrick Mahomes, uh, he threw a short pass intended for um, Tony, uh, his wide receiver, and it was bounced off his hands, and it was intercepted by Branch. And I want to give you his correct name, guys. I have the notes here. By Brian Branch, and he was the 45th overall pick uh, this this the 2023 NFL Draft. Um, so he's already making an impact. He intercepted the ball and took it to the house for 50 yards for a pick six. And uh, that kind of really, uh, you know, that was a momentum shift. Um, but the Lions, and I believe it was in the fourth quarter, they had a 12-play drive in the fourth, what pretty much sealed the game for them. Yeah, 12 plays, um, ran five minutes off the clock. 80 yards. It started on Detroit's 25 and it ended with David Montgomery up the middle for eight yard uh, touchdown. So um, Lions did what I thought they were going to do. I really believed that they were going to win this game. Then once Kelsey was out and their, their best defensive player was out the best defensive player in the NFL, arguably. So that, that brings up the question. Do you guys think the Detroit Lions are an, an NFC threat? Uh, I I do think that they are a threat, 100%. But to what extent is what we're really talking about, right? Uh, they still have to go through the Philadelphia Eagles. You have the 49ers. Um, the Cowboys are probably going to be relevant this year as well. Um, and I think those are three teams that they are definitely going to have to... I think they could beat the Cowboys, um, but here's the problem. They beat the can they beat the Cowboys? Yes, fair and square. Yes, um, but the refs get involved and it's a shaky call. Um, we'll see, we'll see how that goes. Um, I think that they'll win the NFC North, and so like I said, it's the the Cowboys, uh, maybe even the Giants, uh, the Eagles, and the Niners. Those are some some heavy hitters. Uh, maybe Commanders might even surprise us with the their new. Um, 
their new ownership and uh and they might be on a high this year. So I believe they're contenders, but do I think they are a favorite to win to go to the Super Bowl and represent the NFC uh, conference? Probably not right this moment. Um but I am this is the first time in a long time that I am very feeling very optimistic for the Lions to do very well. And without a doubt, they should be a playoff team this year. So that's very exciting. Sticking with the football theme, um, this is going to be a new segment that we're going to do for the football season. I'm not sure if we'll do anything like this for the NBA season. Maybe we'll do it for the Sunday uh, matchups. Um, but I'm going to give you a pick uh, for Sunday. And now the lines are going to change. This is Friday afternoon, and so the lines will change. But I love Cincinnati on the road, minus two, um, against the Cleveland Browns. Uh, Cincinnati has a nice squad. Um, just look how they did last year. They had a great season last year. I think they're going to they're going to be hungry. They're going to be pissed off, and they're going to come out and want to make a statement. The first game, it looks like everybody is healthy on uh, the Bengals' end. So we'll see. I think minus two on the road, they should be able to get the the the. Excuse me. They should be able to get the job done. A close second that I did want to mention, it is the Commanders. The Commanders are playing the the Cardinals. Um, The Cardinals are are just not a good team, right? So I'm going to research this right now. Um, I know that the line isn't, you know, like, oh, my goodness, I can't pass this up. But with the commanders at home, and it's right now it's minus seven, a seven point favorite. Ugh. I think they'll do all right. Um, but seven points, I'm a, I'm a little bit, I'm a little nervous. Um, but we'll see how they do their first game. I'm not a big commanders fan. I don't follow them too, too long. But um, or you know, I don't keep track of them. Or, how they're doing too often. Um, but I think they should be able to win at home at least against a Arizona's Cardinals team. All right, moving along and what will be our last topic of the day. Um, I am playing a tournament this, this Sunday. I'm going to play a tournament at MGM. It is a $777 buy-in. It's a $40,000 guaranteed prize pool and they call it 40 K in a day. So it's a one day event. I love these events. Um, these are the events that I typically do. I've done well so far this year um, with those two six max events. I think this one's probably going to play shorthanded for for a while. So uh, hopefully, it's kind of ends up kind of like a short, uh, a, a six handed event, but it's not going to be six handed. We'll probably play, you know, eight or seven for a while until the tables fill up or until registration closes. Um, but this one starts at eleven fifteen a.m. They're going to run it to uh, Sunday. The 10th, the 17th, and 24th. For the first Sunday, there is an event down the road at um, at Horseshoe Baltimore. It's a run good, and it's $1,100 buy-in. So maybe this tournament will get some more action because of a larger buy-in, or maybe this tournament might be a little light, especially because it's the first time running it. Um, so we'll see how it goes. So I'm expecting probably about $50,000 in the prize pool. Nothing huge. You're going to start with 35,000 tournament chips, 30-minute levels. 
Uh, they'll take a 12-minute break every four levels with a 30-minute dinner break after level 12, which is good. Um, good for the players. Uh, the rake is all right. They are raking $95 out of 777 so it's not great. That comes out to be 12%, which is all right. I was hoping about 10% or so, but it's okay. Um, I'm not sure if I'll play this every, every, every Sunday. Um, and I'm only playing one bullet. Um, I sold a percentage of myself to my buddy, Travis, shout out for Travis for continuing to, um, give me an opportunity to play some of these events, um, outside of my bankroll instead of just playing it myself. If anyone is interested, I might even sell a 5% additional, um, so I'll have 60, um, Travis will have 35%, you have 5%. If not, I'm probably going to do some swaps um, with um, some fellow players, if not. All right, so that is it. So wish me luck for Sunday. I'm doing, we're up money so far this for this week, so that's good always. Um, the way I do things, I am taking a couple shots. I played 2040, didn't do good there, uh, but I made some money back playing 1-3. So I might... Um, play a little bit less. Uh, two five, and might just concentrate on one three because my one three, um, the ROI there, and I can play more freely, mix it up a little bit more. Um, so I might just do that until I run up my bankroll to like a significant amount, and then just play two five more consistently. But two five games, it's a lot of regulars, and it's it's not as lucrative as playing one three because when I play two five, I don't like I don't typically buy in real deep. I'll buy in with 100 big blinds. Unless it's a super juicy table, then I'll buy in for the 1K. But if I'm buying in for the same thing at a 2-5 table and a 1-3 table, and typically I don't even buy in for the max 500 at the 1-3, um, it makes more sense for me to just continue playing 1-3 and just, just try to continue to print money. But that's my take on things. I always practice bankroll management. Like I said myself, um, I'm not crushing it like I was in the month of August, especially without a huge tournament score, but it's still maybe we'll have a nice score uh, this weekend. Um, but make sure you practice bankroll management. Stay within your within your game. If you feel like you're not playing correctly, go down stakes if you're playing higher. You know, there's no – take the ego out of it. Just just do what makes the most sense for your, for your bankroll. If you're running good and your results are coming, continue playing. But if things aren't going your way, just go back, play a little one three or play whatever your your bread and butter is and get the bankroll up and and rinse and repeat. Get your game right and then take some more shots again. I like taking shots in tournaments and then I like playing shots in taking shots in two in two five and cash games as well. Um I know uh I I know that I I probably will favor tournaments over cash games, but I'm really being selective of what tournaments I play going forward. Um, Because I want to make sure that I manage this bankroll appropriately. All right, we're going to go over the mantra. Hopefully, if you guys are playing poker this weekend or if you're doing anything this weekend, you need a little bit of boost and motivation. Here we go. I am an unstoppable force embarking on a thrilling journey of growth and unity. My ambition burns within me, pushing me to break through limitations and create opportunities that open doors to progress. I am guided by knowledge, fearlessly taking strategic risks and Facing life's challenges with wisdom and determination. I value my body, nurturing it with strength and embracing my heritage. 
Together, we'll overcome obstacles, empowering each other to achieve greatness. I am the architect of my own destiny, weaving success and resilience. Within me lies the greatness to carve a future where possibilities know no bounds. Together, together, let's rise and take it to another level. As always, make sure you are you guys are gambling responsibly. If you decide to bet on sports, uh, be careful with the parlays. That's how they're getting you guys. I mean, the, the likelihood you win in one bet is tough. You can't predict the future. You can just guess. So stop acting like it's easy money. Be careful with those parlays. And with that being said, let's read this disclaimer. The information provided in this show about personal finance and investing is for educational and entertainment purposes only and should not be considered financial advice. Viewers are encouraged to consult with a qualified financial advisor before making any investment decisions. The content presented may not be accurate, complete, or timely, and we do not assume responsibility for any errors or omissions. Investing involves risk, and past performance is not indicative of future results. Any endorsements or advertisements featured do not constitute recommendations. By participating in the show, you acknowledge and accept these disclaimers. That's going to do it for us. So remember, life is one big session. Play the cards you are dealt to the best of your ability, and I promise... You'll come out ahead.